Welcome to Deadly Departed. The do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication. This show discusses all aspects of afterlife communication, grief and grieving, the paranormal, and of course, parapsychology. There's real stories, scientific discussion, and most of all, real learning from paranormal experts and researchers. Here's your host, author of Deadly Departed, renowned evidential medium and spirit interventionist, Jock Brokus. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's Sunday. We're coming up to our holiday periods now, and everyone's getting ready for Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever you celebrate. Firstly, let me answer a question that I was answered. I was asked the other day by a gentleman called Pat. Pat, if you're watching this, which will be much later on when it's released or you're listening uh, on the, the podcast. No, I don't script the videos. I don't look at a screen to see what I'm saying. Everything that I teach is off the top of my head. I don't always get it right. Sometimes I stumble and things like that, but I do it from off the top of my head. And hopefully I give enough knowledge that uh, you guys will be able to recognize the knowledge in there and the wisdom that's in there and utilize it for the best of your ability. Anyway, we're moving on because this is something that everybody's asked me. The biggest question I get asked all the time, whether it's been a private email, a text message, a message on Facebook, is more about discernment. How can I learn discernment or how can I understand discernment? So first of all, discernment's not something that you essentially learn. Discernment is a gift of the spirit, it's something that you develop, but at the same time, not everybody will have a natural gift of discernment. And no matter how much you try, you'll be able to discern to a certain extent, but you won't you won't naturally have that gift to be able to discern those subtle changes or those subtle differences in energy. So discernment is not something you can learn out of a book. And even if you're the greatest medium in the world, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you have a, a you have a very strong capability in discernment, because discernment. How would I explain it? Discernment is like um, it's like your a signature. Okay, it's like someone will you know a handwriting expert will be able to look at two signatures that look identical to everybody else, but the subtle changes, the subtle tiniest little fraction chain that we would all miss that they don't. And so, you know, uh, Thomas Aquinas and Francis, the, the saints all had a, a, an amazing, uh, Padre Pio had an amazing ability of discernment. And it's not just discerning between something that is good and something that is evil or something that is wrong and something that is right regarding a polar opposite. Discernment is something that you have to learn. Discernment is, well, you don't learn it from a book or anything, but discernment is something that you're developing constantly over a long period of time. And yes, your meditation can help you with discernment. And yes, there's certain practices that will help you raise your vibration to try and understand understand how to discern something. But discernment is something that you are going to have to develop over a long period of time. And it comes with kind of understanding the energy of your thought process, the energy of your mind. I've said before, if you, you stick a finger out in front of you 
and you tell the finger to move, okay, you have an awareness that you have told that finger to move, okay? But to have an awareness of the awareness is to go beyond that, is to become aware of the actual thought process, the energy that creates that thought that makes that other thought come in conscious experience to move the finger. So it's, it's a very high level of understanding subtle signatures and subtle changes within the soul, okay? Because certain people who claim that they, who will say, yes, I can discern, it's easy, I can walk in and I know if it's a bad spirit or a good spirit, that's very well, but you've got to remember, like I've said in the book and like, you know, like I've said before, a, a demon doesn't show itself, it doesn't want to show itself, you have to tease it, you have to get out, you have to make it um, trip itself up, and it's very, very, very intelligent. And we have that saying that a, a demon can come, or the devil can come in the, uh, as a being of light and show itself. How would you discern that? Well, it's really within your soul and certain understanding, certain energies and capacities that stir within you. Now, you might then turn around and think, well, okay, well, that's my intuition because my intuition will be able to help me discern. No, that's not your intuition. Your intuition would be, you know, you're picking up maybe a thought process, you're picking up something that says, oh, don't go down that street, or I should do this instead of this, because that's going to be better for me. And the, the higher vibratory you are, the more in tune with your higher self and spirit you're going to be. But discernment is really at a soul level, and, and it's really, it's, it's almost like cleaning out the cobwebs, cleaning out all the dust, cleaning out all of these issues that harbor your soul or your spirit in its spiritual capacity or its spiritual development. And so, you know, am I an expert in discernment? No. But what I do is, is I you have to continually monitor your mind, okay? Mind, as I said before, mind is the battlefield of the spirit. It's the battlefield of the soul. And demons or, or bad spirits, devils, whatever you're inclined to believe, it can't take your soul, right? It has to be willingly given, and, and it's not an easy thing to do, and only God has your soul, and, and you have complete control. So even when some possession is going on, or something is happening, uh, a place that's infested or oppressed, it is a vessel that's infested or oppressed, whether it be a home, whether it be a person, it's the physical aspect of it. Now, in discernment, the, the biggest example I can give of discernment is, is if we go back to the life of Padre Pio, when Padre Pio was actually tempted, or like, you know, we have Jesus in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, or Jesus in the being tempted in the desert, or 40 days and 40 nights in the New Testament. We have many examples of being able to discern something, okay? Now, Padre Pio is probably the greatest, the greatest example I could give because many times, did demonic presences show themselves to Padre Pio uh, as beings of light? And many other people would probably get tripped up, but he didn't because there's something different in the soul. That you That signature's not the same. You don't recognize that very subtle energetic, that subtle vibration. And that only comes, and that, that comes with a development, a lifetime of prayer and spiritual development and continually trying to better yourself in your mind. And that even is down to, you know, should I say something about that person? Because, 
even though they don't hear me or they don't see me, that is a negative energy that's permeating the universe. And, and whether, whether or not they're in my environment, that energy can afflict them. So you have an awareness of that. So you, you, you know that that's not the right thing to do. But even many mediums, many spiritual teachers will talk about other people, will do this, will do that, will be jealous of other things, will, will, will always try to get one up on themselves or they'll, they'll, they'll show themselves as a being of light, if you like, and will try and portray a whiter than white positive mental attitude, if you like, or, or, or positivity around them. And they may be teaching to so many people and don't practice what they preach. And so, yes, there's going to be times when we all trip up. There's going to be times where we're not aware of our thoughts in our minds. I, you know, I try to be aware of even things I, I, I watch on TV or things that I, I you know, I, I pray every day. I, I pray every evening. I, I try and live a life of prayer as much as I possibly can. And that's not from a religious point of view. That's creating that relationship and feeding my soul with the positive seeds of divinity, uh, purpose, service and light that I can possibly give, trying to emulate myself in Christ consciousness and continually developing so that I get to understand that signature when it's wrong, understand the input that you put into a computer may look, you know, you may, may have lots of HTML, PHP, JavaScript code, whatever that's there, and to many people it will look okay. It just looks like code, and it gives, you know, when you, you know, switch that code on, it's going to do something, and, it, you know, it's going to output something. But there's experts that can tell that one comma, one full stop, one backslash, one number that's wrong can throw the whole thing out. So that's kind of just an easy way that I want to try and explain maybe what discernment is. St. Francis, uh, you know, when he was tempted by negativity, he was able to discern when it was supposed to be when the devil showed themselves or a demon showed themselves to uh, very religious people. They're able to discern that that energy is not right, even though to the layperson or to the individual experiencer, I would like to say experiencer, everything looks great. So this also takes me on to the, the big issue about discerning your guides. There's too many people accept guides through lack of discernment. And even when I've said to people, make sure you get evidence, it's not just about them giving you information of where they come from, them giving you a name that you can research and find out about, or them giving you signs around you, because negative spirits can do that as well, because you, there's a lot of information in your aura. So it's creating that relationship over a long, long period of time. We get the first stage is that we get, we get evidence of our guides but we do not accept anything that they say for a long time. We discern everything, okay? So we're starting the process of learning to discern. No matter where, even in physical mediumship, I have big questions on discernment. I have, I have concerns about spirits coming through, whether they're the right ones. It's constantly in your head. There was a, a great example of a, a, a priest that was given um, in Italy that was given a, an exorcism. And in order to be able to really discern 
if that demon was real and that and the person was speaking Italian and coming with a you know Scottish like understanding is this pseudo demonic possession is this them making it up to get attention because that happens um, or is this person really under the influence of something very you know nefarious and negative so he prayed a certain prayer in another language and then the person who spoke in the guttural voice and he said it not out loud by the way he said it in his mind and the person who was coming through with the, the, with the, the voice that was coming through actually then says you know we understand all languages you don't need to pray in that language we know what it means so that he kind of thought okay well this is kind of real all right so that that is a kind of a lower level um understanding of how utilizing discernment in different ways even within a conscious experience to be able to to learn something and, and it's going to take a lot more understanding and lessons but to the point of um how you feel in your mind and your body and so on. Let me just say, by the way, anybody who's listening that, that asked whether I script any of this, when you see me stopping and thinking, you know, I'm trying to get all my information from from whoever wants to give it to me or, or well, not whoever, but obviously my own guides and stuff, but mainly through me delving into my knowledge and thinking about it. So there's nothing that's scripted anywhere. So it's this, it's this subtle energy and... You're not going to learn it just reading my book. You're not going to learn it going on courses. And you're not going to learn it from anybody in particular. I can give you tips. I can give you what I understand and my wisdom and my knowledge. But you have to develop this. And, and, and as I said, it's like mediumship, right? Everybody has the capacity to be a medium. Not all people will become professional mediums. But we all have the capacity to be able to communicate with loved ones on the other side or to communicate with the other side. However, some of us can play a tune on a piano. Some of us can play a symphony. If it's within your makeup, your spiritual makeup, if it is your destiny, if it is what God and has set before you to do, then the path will become easier for you to do that and your life will revolve around that and you'll start to develop in different ways, okay? And uh, as I've said in many other lessons, you, you've got to find your own way, but not everybody has, and it's the same thing with, with discernment, not everybody is going to have the capacity to be able to d discern at a, a, a tremendously deep level to understand those subtle changes. But it doesn't stop us trying to develop it. Some of us will only get so far in our development, but that's enough, okay? That's enough for us to discern you know, good spirits, bad spirits, and trying to understand it. But there'll be some people, there'll be some of us that have a gift of the spirit that has been given to us in order to discern these things. And it's people then that, that go on and do a lot more with the type of work that, that myself and others do and other mediums that are, or even priests and pastors and vicars and you know, there tends to be an awful lot of piety with discernment. I'm not the most pious person. We all have our weaknesses. We all have our ups and downs, and, and we're never going to be perfect. But as long as we keep striving, as long as we keep, you know, monitoring our thoughts, monitoring our visual representations, 
monitoring what we we take in through our senses, then we're we're going to start developing our discernment in, in a better way. We're going to start de- developing our discernment a lot deeper, and then we will be able to you know at some level understand that a little bit more. So discernment, it, it, just because you want to serve spirit doesn't mean that you're going to be an expert in discernment. This is going to take you a, a lifetime, a lifetime of wisdom, a lifetime of, of developing your mind, your body and your soul, what comes out your mouth, what goes in your ears, what you see, everything, every aspect. That doesn't mean you need to walk about in, in bloody slippers and, you know, caftans and being holier than thou. I mean, sometimes those people are, are not even anywhere near that, okay? But you strive to live a life based on that. I've always said love, compassion, and forgiveness. Excuse me. Is the life that, that we that I try to emulate from maybe Jesus's perspective, love, compassion, and forgiveness. Try to think about others. Try to watch what goes in my mind and know when something is not of my mind or my soul expression. And that that's really what it boils down to. It's a 24-7 process. It's not something you're going to learn in somebody's course. And it's not something that you can say, you know, I'm an expert in discernment or I have discernment. I can say to a certain point, I, I have a certain level of discernment that's working for me at the moment. There may be others that are more discerning than I am. There probably is. But I will never stop trying to develop myself so that I become more discerning. And that's what I hope you guys do, okay? Be discerning with your guides. Be discerning with your information. Be discerning with what you take in your mind, your body, your soul, everything. You know, at a lower level of discernment, you, you, you can maybe look at two plates of food and you'll, be, you'll have a choice, you know. Do I take that healthier portion or do I take that big cake, you know, and, or, or, you know, and some people will be like, oh, I love the cake, and they'll jump into it. That's a very basic level of discernment. Well, that's good for me and that's bad for me, okay? But when we talk about the other side and we'll talk about the spiritual aspects of discernment, it's another ballgame. You're talking about certain energetic patterns of your soul that you need to develop so that you're able to discern in a certain way. And by developing that to a deeper level, then we allow higher beings and, and spirit beings to reach out to us when we need to be of service to someone in some way. So discernment is complicated in its simplicity. So it's not something that you're just going to understand straight away. I'm still trying to understand it like I'm still trying to develop my mediumship. And I hope you guys will too. If you've got any questions, then come back to me because that's how we all learn. But certainly at a basic level, I will leave you with this. A lot of people who accept the guides for who they are sometimes are not accepting the right the right guides and they've not been discerning about it and they don't really understand the true and the patterns and that's where it, you know things can unravel later on in depression and all that kind of stuff. So be aware of your mind 24-7. Be aware of the thoughts that you have 24-7 and pray. Uh, live a life of prayer and, and continually look for the expressing divinity rather than uh, suppressing what your natural soul is capable of doing. Hope it makes sense. 
Come back to me with any questions. I will think about some other points that I can teach later on as well on it. And I will do more on this and, and perhaps go a little bit deeper. But I hope you get the idea now and uh, it helps you to understand even more. God bless. You've been listening to Deadly Departed with renowned evidential medium and author Jock Brokas. Jock Broca. If you like what you've heard, make sure to pick up a copy of the Deadly Departed book. Don't forget to share the episodes and send in your questions to us about anything paranormal and the afterlife. Tune in next time to Deadly Departed, the do's, don'ts, and dangers of afterlife communication.